Oh, thank God, it's draft week. Only a few more days and no more mock drafts. T today we're doing a mock draft. Nation, welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's time to finally do a full Packers draft. Grassy, and today we are going to be doing a full seven round mock draft for the Green Bay Mother Loving Packers. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patron and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, we have TCM Squared. We have Aubrey Richer. We have Steven Molinet. We have Brandon Wilson. And we have AMOU8779. A big shout out and thank you to all of you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Mia Marsden and Tanya Davenport. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So as we are entering draft week, the anticipation is building. The complete and total attitude of being over mock drafts is in full effect. And we're just waiting for the Jacksonville Jaguars to screw up their first pick. And so the way that this week is going to go, we're going to do a seven round mock today. I'll do a full, you know, one round mock for all the teams, probably tomorrow, Wednesday, I'll wind up doing a seven round mock again for the Packers if they trade. And then who knows, maybe one final mock on Thursday if we're feeling up to it. But the point is, here we go. Let's get it. Not going to feature any trades. That's going to be for another episode this week. Starting off with number 22, the Green Bay Packers picked Mr. Jordan Davis the defensive lineman from Georgia. And this was the first one that I loaded up today. Jordan Davis was available, and I was like, oh, baby, let's go get him. Jordan Davis, 6'6", 341 pounds. The guy is a man on a mission. You know what he does? He stops people from running the ball. That's it. He's going to get after a quarterback. I mean, probably not a ton. In four years, he only has seven sacks, but he also has 11 tackles for a loss. The guy is a run stuffer. You're not going to be able to run it against Jordan Davis. Now, again, I've said this multiple times. Kenny Clark needs some help. We got Reed, not Andy Reed, from the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's a good start. But here, if he is available at 22, I think you absolutely take a shot if one of the top five receivers are not there. And with Jordan Davis... That defensive line becomes magical, and I would be even more excited to see how much better this defense could be. Then at number 28, you get your wide receiver, Mr. George Pickens, the wide receiver from Georgia. We talked about George Pickens a lot on here. 6'3", ran a 4.47. That's after having an ACL injury. There are some character issues that are starting to emerge, or at least coming to light, even though they have been kind of in the public eye for quite some time. But because it's draft week, they're starting to come up. Now, the Packers have met with George Pickens, and I imagine if the off-the-field character issues are too much, they're just not going to draft him. But if you just look at his tape, I think you love it. The guy goes up for it. He sacrifices his body to make those contested catches. The first two seasons, he had over 1,200 yards and 14 touchdowns, and he's a big, dominant, and fast receiver. You could go with a guy like Traylon Burks, but he was gone by the time I was picking. And so here, George Pickens, I think, makes a lot of sense. I think he could be the wide receiver one for the Packers. 
And I think the Packers could flourish if he turns out to be pretty damn good. Then at number 53, I have them going Nick Bonito, the edge rusher from Oklahoma. 6'3", 248 pounds, ran a 4'5", 440. And this is a depth pick. And at the same time for people going, wait a minute, we just extended Preston Smith. We have Rashawn Gary. Remember, the Packers spent a premium first round pick on Rashawn Gary when we had Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. I don't think it's out of the equation for the Packers to draft an edge rusher here. And Bonito, pretty damn good. 2021 had 15 tackles for a loss and seven sacks and a forced fumble. The guy is quick. He has that agility. I think he's going to need a little bit of time to develop just to add a bit to his game. But I mean, he has time to learn behind Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary. So, yeah, I think that this would be a great pick. Then at number 59, they're going defense again. They're going linebacker, and he's a Wisconsin boy, Mr. Leo Chanel from Wisconsin. 6'3", 250 pounds. Great tackler. Inside linebacker. You love to see it. Yes, we just extended Campbell, but behind him, we have Chris Barnes, who I think can be good, but bringing Chanel and investing in the linebacker core, I think would be a great move, and he is another run stuffer. Kind of lacks speed a little bit and trying to get to the outside, but I mean, his stats, 62 solo tackles, 18.5 tackles for a loss, and had eight sacks and two forced fumbles in 2021 alone. I think that learning from Campbell, who is a veteran of the league, I think would be incredibly beneficial for him and you're continuing to put that emphasis on the defense which was phenomenal in the playoffs and while yes we are going to address wide receivers still in this draft I think it's just too much talent to pass up here in the second round then at number 92 getting into the third round a guy we have talked about before we got Mr. Romeo Dubs the wide receiver from Nevada 6-2 and big thing can help us with special team. He does need a little bit more polish in his route running, but at 21, had 80 receptions for over 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns. I like dubs for the Packers. He can stretch the field a little bit. I am going to have them go after one more field stretcher in this draft. You do have guys like Bo Melton, who is also out there as well. I didn't wind up going with him. I had to choose between the two, but we'll talk about it. But with Robio dubs, I like this pick because I think you're going to need the speed as well as the physicality whenever you're going to get these pairings of wide wide receivers and I do think the Packers are going to draft at least two wide receivers and Dubs is going to offer that for you while also helping the special teams immediately. Then at pick 132 I have them going tackle here with Kellen Deesh from Arizona State 6'7 301 pounds. Guy played the blind side left tackle for Arizona State. You could see him actually wind up moving into the inside but the Packers have struck gold with their offensive lineman picks and I know that Goody is going to want to build on that depth. We still have to figure out what we're going to do at right tackle whether you're going to have Yash go over there. Who knows? But with guys like Elton Jenkins coming back and Dave Bakhtiari coming back, you can never have enough death at offensive line. And so I think they pick one right in the middle of the draft. Then at 140, I have them going with their speedster, who I think will wind up replacing MVS. And that's Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver from Baylor. 6'2", 181 pounds, ran a 4'2", 840. This guy has blazing speed and is the ultimate definition of a field stretcher. Again, we have talked about this. Matt LaFleur wants guys who can get that speed over the top, really stretch the field. Thornton is one of those guys. 
He's another one where there's not a lot of nuance in his game, but he could be like a Mike Wallace who's just going to run go routes and you're going to have to at least pay attention to him. MVS was able to bring that speed. I think Thornton is able to do that here. In 2021, at 62 receptions for 948 yards and 10 touchdowns. I know people are sometimes concerned about Baylor wide receivers, but here I think he has enough talent and he has the speed to justify the pick. Then at 171, I have them going defensive line again with John Ridgeway, Arkansas guy, 6'5", 321 pounds. This is a guy, there's some versatility here. He could actually wind up being a defensive end, and I wouldn't be shocked if they do that. Or he could be used on the inside. Definitely not a perfect player, would definitely be used rotationally at first, but he has the tangibles that are good. He's super athletic. He's got good size. And I think, again, you can never have enough pass rushers, or in this case, someone to at least clog up the middle. And starting our first of three seventh round picks at 228, I have them going Jack Jones, the corner from Arizona State, 5'11", 171 pounds, ran a 4'5", he has had off-the-field trouble, so I don't know if the Packers will 100% go for him. But the reason why I picked him is because he is a ball hawk. The issues besides off-the-field is he does give up a lot of touchdowns. And the only reason I'm picking him here is because he can play a nickel corner. So you could throw him in the slot. We do have a need for that. And I think maybe they take a flyer on Jack Jones. Then at number 249, I have them going with Andrew Mavis, the kicker from Iowa State. That's right, we're drafting a kicker, baby. Because who knows what's going to be happening with Mason Crosby. And Mavis, I mean, he checked a lot of box in 2021 connected on 87% of his field goals, 20 for 23. He hit 100% of his field goals from 20 to 39 yards out, only missed three from 40 to 49, and connected on both from 50 plus. I think we need to start looking at potentially replacing Mason Crosby. When you're in the seventh round, maybe you take a shot on him and bring him in for camp and just have Crosby compete. Then with their final pick at number 258, I have them going with Austin Stogner, the tight end from Oklahoma. 6'6", 260 pounds, and man, I just love this guy's story. Guy had a horrific knee injury, which wound up leading to a staph infection. Guy didn't know if he was going to play football again. Wind up coming back. In 2021, had 14 receptions, 166 yards, and three touchdowns. And while those stats don't leap off the page, this is why he's getting picked in the seventh round, the guy it has the size at 6'6". He can block. And I think that he might wind up being a steal in the later rounds. My issue with this mock draft is that I didn't address tight end, and it was specifically because, one, I didn't want to reach for one, and two, we do have Mercedes Lewis, we do have Robert Tunyon, we do have Josiah DeGuara, who are coming back, and I know Tunyon only has one year left on the deal, but the Packers have been trying to draft tight ends for a while now, and I think that they can roll with the squad that they have this year, and if they need to, they can address tight end in next year's class, and so here, I have them addressing it at the very end, and who knows, maybe they'll strike gold. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Obviously, wide receiver was our biggest need. I had them draft three of them here, and then, of course, my main focus was on the defense to make it even better, because I think their offense is pretty much set besides some O-line guys and wide receiver. The Packers should be pretty darn good this year, and I think that you just play to your strengths right now. That defense is coming off a really commanding performance, and hopefully they just continue to improve and dominate. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out Packcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go!